You're listening to the AID Network. Hey friends, friendly reminder, less than one week left to pre-order the Adventures in Design Freedom Logo t-shirt, celebrating 950 episodes of Adventures in Design, or grab the Magical Idea t-shirt, celebrating five episodes of Disneyland for Designers, our monthly Disneyland podcast that studies how Disney designs the magic. Both shirts available at AID.network. Pre-order until Monday, May 20th. Shirt ship out the first week in June. When you buy a shirt, you show your loyalty to what I hope you think is the best daily podcast for creatives. And when you buy a shirt, you support the effort that it takes to write, record, and produce 200 episodes per year. A shit ton of work for one guy, but I love it, and I hope you love the final product. And don't forget, Circle of Trust members, save $5.00 on your shirt order. Join the Circle of Trust today. Grab a beautiful blouse today at AID.network. And I thank you for your support. Hey friends, I want to let you know that you can save 15% off custom printed notebooks from our friends over at jackprints.com. Create your own truly custom 48-page pocket-sized notebooks without any manufacturer watermarks or logos. That means your customer, your client, or your client's client customer will know that the notebook came from you and only from you. They won't pill it around and look and see, oh, this is who made it. It is your custom notebook. It comes from your company to theirs. Choose the size and cover stock for your project and one of three printed interior page styles. That's right. Choose between blank, lined, or gridded, depending on who your customer or client is. Save 15% for a limited time by going to jackprints.com slash circle of trust. Free online proofing, real customer service, free ground shipping. Hey, comment below listeners. I want to give you a heads up that the first portion of today's episode, we're excited to talk about the first four episodes of Game of Thrones season eight. Sean's on the show today, which makes us excited to hear what his take on the first part of the season is. And we all had to talk about the fourth episode, which aired Sunday, May 4th. So if you haven't seen the episode that came out on Sunday, May 12th, it's all good. We can't spoil it for you because it was recorded before that aired, but you probably want to have watched the first four episodes of Game of Thrones season eight. And to give you a heads up, next Tuesday, we will be reviewing the finale of Game of Thrones. We'll be looking back at the entire series, the finale. It'll be an episode all about Game of Thrones, where we think this voyage took us over eight years. So hopefully you're a Game of Thrones fan like all three of us, and we'll see you next Tuesday when we wrap up the complete series. But if you haven't seen the first four episodes, go ahead and skip up to 35 minutes, where you'll hear us start the summer movie game. Let's get started with today's episode. It's comment below on the AID.network. summer movie game this morning on the show i have connie collinsworth hello hello and the return of the king sean moore <laughs> woo, woo, woo. 
How you doing, Sean? Woo! 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 I can't wait to hear all the summer movie games that you pick. Woo! 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 So, Connie, I have a feeling that you might be able to beat Sean Mort Soundbot, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> all right, let's give it a try. All right, so... Before we get into the return of the summer movie game, if you remember two or three summers ago, we did this. I lost big and had to pay for everybody's way to go to Disneyland. No, you no. Actually, hold on a minute. What actually happened was you you got some of the free tickets that you had and gave and gave them to me. Is what actually happened. You didn't pay anything. That's and oh God. Down. Those you free tickets cost more than money. Those free tickets cost more than money. That's my soul that I put out for those free tickets. You no, moron. No way. I'm having none of it. And like Dan gave me a poster that is worthless, and then you gave me you gave me some free tickets. So thanks for that, guys. I know, right. I, and I appreciate it. It's better to win. Oh yeah, it sounds like you really appreciate it. This, <laughs> it. It was three years ago, so I've forgotten about it now. But yeah, I I do appreciate it. It was a good it was a good time. So we have a twist for this summer's movie game, but we'll get to that in a minute. Because before we do that, I feel like we just need to jump into talking about Game of Thrones. If you're not current, don't worry. We're only going to talk up to season eight, episode one through four. So the last episode we'll be talking about is The Last of the Starks, which premiered May 5th, which going back a Sunday. So if you haven't watched last night's, what are you doing listening to this? Where's your priorities at, man? Sean, before Connie and I and you get into talking about The Last of the Starks, I'd love to know what you thought about our summary of Game of Thrones at halftime. Three weeks. We were at halftime last week. We talked all about it. What says you? Um, it was quite strange, actually. It, it was weird, because, and it was nice to hear different opinions. I mean, Connie was a lot more positive on the show than I am. You just seem as though you've never seen the show before and you don't know who anybody is, which is fine, Mark. Like, you're just like, oh, who's this guy again? Oh, right, okay, yeah, and that person, which is fine. And, like, it, um, I, I didn't have anything negative to say about it. It was just, it was nice to hear you guys actually be positive about it because, from my experience, um, I've been really down on the last season, mm. at, at, at least, and it's good that people... Uh, still have faith in it because I you know I I don't I haven't completely lost faith but it's almost gone and if everybody else was like that that wouldn't be a good thing and it's nice that other people can get get things about it and just the way that Connie was talking about it she was talking about things in like a positive light and she was like seeing things that I was just like well how can you see that like how can you think that and and so like talking about when Arya um killed the Night King yeah and she What's was like, oh, well, you assumed the Night King oh yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, there you go. You know. Um, so when she was saying that, and I was just like, oh, well, you know, it's good that that's what you think. But I'm just like, if it isn't there and they don't show it, like, it, fe- it feels as though they're kind of like discarding loads of things and I'm getting annoyed about it. But like I say, it's 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 good that that, that you guys see it like that because it, there's there's no, no fun to hate watching something. No fun at all. How much of it do you think, though, is trend where it becomes cool to be anti-Game of Thrones? So personally, I, I, I'm not sure that I, I buy into that. I can see why some people would be like that. You know, it's that kind of Kings of Leon um, theory <laughs> where it's like, you know, they, they were a cool indie band, the kind of thing, you know, all of that. So I do understand that. But Hold on, which one's King point, of Leon? I'm confused already. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, it's the guy with the blue spikes. Um, <laughs> so I, I, and I do understand it, but for me, it's more just, it feels like a completely different show. I agree like to that. One through four. 
was one thing and five through eight has been a different thing. And it's not like I, I don't have anything against like personally the battles aren't for me. I don't care. Not nothing to do with how fucking blotchy it is and that you can't see any of it. Like that's nothing to do with anything. I just I'm just not really a battle guy. I, what I came to Game of Thrones for was the kind of the machinations, the the crazy infighting the and the politics. And yeah. as that's kind of slowly gone out, and these are the things that I've liked about these last couple of episodes, it's just, it's all just, it's like my podcast. It's turned up to one and a half speed and it's just <laughs> all a little bit too much. You kind of, you miss a lot of the nuance and it's difficult to, um, to kind of get a lot of it. And it, to the point where now it feels like it's, it's, Cliff Notes, Game of Thrones. I That's would, what it feels like. I, I would agree with that because the last of the Starks, which was give or take a 90 minute episode, you know, once they put in the trailer and, you know, those two dudes talk about their work for 10 minutes at the end. So, you know, it's an hour plus of content. But to, but to your point that it's like a whole different show, it used to be a whole season to get to one of the other places in the kingdom. And yeah. last Sunday, it was, well, we're we're here and now we're already out in the sea and we're already over there. And I don't know the names of the places, but you know what I'm saying? Like we're, of course you don't. We're at Winterfelt <laughs> and now we're over at fucking <laughs> Summer's Eves and it just happens overnight. I don't have a problem with that, actually. Like, you know, if you want to speed things up, speed those things up. It's totally fine. It's just certain things just seem to have been thrown on the floor and forgot about. And mm. I don't know, they're just wrapping it up a little bit too quickly for me. And um, yeah, I'm starting to, I'm not starting to worry. Like I'm now just kind of, like I said, I've lost faith in that that it's going to happen. Um, not not so because I don't have a, an idea of how I want it to happen. I don't really care about any of that. I'm 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 there for the ride, and I want and I want sure. just want You're a not satisfying ending. You're not stopping no. two episodes left, Connie. No, the, the one thing that I'm sorry, Connie. Just one second. The one thing that I'm, I feel <laughs> um, really. Um, hopeful about is the fact that it's probably going to be like the creator's ending i can't imagine they've just made up a whole ending like they seem to have done with the Arya yeah um stabbing i imagine it's his ending and whenever he's had these big moments like the hold the door or like the red wedding or like when ned got killed like those are the kind of the big marquee moments it's always been amazing so i'm that's the one thing that's kind of keeping me interested i would say and that's that's me done i'm out see you in, <laughs> all right in see a you month. two weeks <laughs> <laughs> well i agree with sean that uh you know, don't care about the battles like i enjoyed the politics of it and the small conversations and the planning and the scheming and the backstabbing better than those battles and i think in episode four we got back to that a little bit because we had um varus and Tyrion with that really nice conversation about how the fuck do we influence this shit? Right. How do we both see what's going on here, right. even though other people don't seem to. The best part and, of the season so far. Yeah. And then uh, Sansa, you know, we with divulging the information that she just fucking got and said she wasn't going to tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I saw online somebody said, uh, you know, he says, don't say anything. And Sansa starts to group chat immediately, <laughs> telling everybody <laughs> yeah. that she knows about it. Um, that stuff going on. So I think it's getting... At least for here, I am being positive again. Imagine that we got back out of that battle <laughs> stuff, and I don't know that we have much of a big battle. I think it's our last big battle is going to be political more than, you know, than the Battle of Winterfell or Battle of the Bastards or anything. So I feel like we're getting back to that a little bit. There were some things I didn't did not like about this episode, like the Brienne Jamie complete fall apart of everything that we know about those two people. Yeah, 
building up so far. Uh, you know, Brienne sleeps with him one time. The next thing you know, she's a ranting, raving, begging woman in her nightgown out in the driveway. <laughs> and I, you know what? If that was a season, if that was if that was held over a season or two seasons, I could understand it playing out the way that it did. I can understand Jamie being the way that he is with Cersei. I, I get it. He, you know, people always go back, and I, I have, I have, I know people who've done this. You know, um, had this experience. It's just when it happens over half an episode, yeah. I'm like, fuck that shit. Like that yeah. is. That, that's it's, it's lazy story writing that then it, it, it's it's not good so go on curry and, and you can't convince me that uh, there wasn't a better way to come in on the dragons to see what's going on behind that little rock over there that you know yeah <laughs> you're in the sky you can see all of that like from an airplane you you know you've all looked out an airplane window you can see stuff and then uh she kind of bailed and turned tail and uh literally turned tail and um def- you know left she abandoned people that were had sworn to her in that uh, da- Daenerys did. So that's, again, out of character. Uh, we have a lot of people that are acting out of character, and that I don't like. Well, Daenerys getting completely jealous over Jon. Like, they just, like, literally an hour and a half ago, all these people died at, at your command. You know, just a day ago, all these people died at your command. And now you're sitting at the table and you're stewing and you're becoming a different sort of person. Like, it, 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 you're right, Sean. It felt like cliff notes. It felt very, very fast. And you can tell that it was done loose and loose and sloppy. I mean, there's a fucking Starbucks cup on the table. I mean, that, like, obviously, I didn't notice that. And that's, I didn't either. But that's, you know, that speaks to um, the kind of the laziness of the show. So th- the thing with Danny is, like, you know that they've done that for a reason. You know that they're having her be angry and her yep. having that conversation because she's probably going to be the bad guy now. Yep. Not necessarily, like, badder than Cersei, but there's going to be a decision at the end. And, you know, this teasing this mad queen thing. And you're just like, oh, so... And, and it's almost like, oh, well, we teased it. And, and um, you know, she lost her mind at this point. And, but then there's one thing to go from kind of feeling upset about something and feeling betrayed and losing your dragons and you're losing uh, Miss Ande at the end to burning everybody and, and kind of killing everybody. And you need, the, the kind of feels like there needs to be more steps. And I just think it's nothing that two more seasons wouldn't have solved two more seasons and probably different writers is what it would have been well it's also amazing that the whole white walkers thing and now that i've had a little bit of space to yeah. to think about it and you know to watch some of my favorite youtube reviewers like that was built up for so long and john snow was fucking brought back to life to save the world and he basically did shit rode around on a fucking dragon and then like slowly walked through uh walking dead season seven like it was I don't know his his role in that. He and Danny's role in that was not super significant, and I just feel like all of everything that it's ever built up for here at the end is just kind of a grab bag of what works and what fits. But when has Jon Snow ever really done anything to? <laughs> he is to, a fucking himbo. Yeah, he he's involved in a lot, but he's not like the actual action figure player of any of that anything that's happened. Well, I, to the point where, you know, the show has built him up to be this guy. You know, they resurrected him for a reason and the Lord of Light resurrected him for a reason. So to the point now where it's just like, it's almost like you're knocking down all of these little um, kind of plays that have happened. And you're like, well, he wasn't involved in that. He wasn't involved in that. To the point where there's only really now probably two things that can happen. Right. You know, he's not going to kill Cersei. He's not, he's not, that's not his destiny. He's not going to do that. There's two people who are probably more destined to kill Cersei. And 
so it's like it's it's getting into a conflict with Danny, you know, or or have a have a fight for the throne. So that's a John thing now. So you're just like, right, well, because as, as much as yeah, it would be nice for it to be disappointing. That's not what this show is. Like this show is building him up for a reason, and it is to probably kill Danny. You would think now, like, and and I might be wrong. It they might come together, but it feels like that's done now. Uh, so it's just so it's almost it's all those things, and it's like almost like it, it feels. Not not obvious, but it feels like a little bit too easy now because it's like they're not just going to discard John from now on. They're not just going to be like, oh, well, John's no. gone now and no. and that's it because he's, he's still destined for something. It's just that he wasn't destined to kill the Night King. The Night King thing was weird. It was just weird. It was like, I, I'm not completely against it. I'm just a bit like, you know, for he never had a weakness for all of this time. So for then his weakness to just be the end of it just felt a little bit frustrating. But like I say, this is all just because it should have happened over probably two more seasons. That's that's all. You're a good <sighs> man, Sean. It's brought you here. <laughs> what do you think that little fucking handicapped weirdo is going to do at the end? Um, Honestly, like, I feel like... So this is one of the good things that I think about the show is that they seem to be slowly removing all of the magic from the show. Mm. You know, they got rid of the, the the elves, whatever they were, the people who created the Night King. They Children got rid of the, the Night King. Yes. See, I know some Night fucking King. things. You do. You do. <laughs> You're right. Them children that were in the forest, they got rid of them. Um, <laughs> and then they got rid of the Night King. They got rid of the whites. They're slowly getting rid of the, um, the you know, the, the the budget on the dragons. They've got rid of the direwolves now <laughs> for, for some inexplicable reason. Um, and then it's, so there's only really Bran left once once Drogon goes and you just think well so he's maybe gonna die like I wouldn't be totally against him dying you know he's, he's probably only there to kind of maybe see through peace to a certain extent so and, and I do like that idea I like almost it's like there's something quite sad about it but it's just like it, it makes it realistic then you know what I mean it's like the thing is is that yeah. with Bran it'd be so easy to take him out because you always know when he's at the castle because he parks his horse right in front of the gate <laughs> yeah it's good it's the horse with the little blue tag around his neck okay so <laughs> we got two episodes left connie we have yeah. two and a half hours give or take maybe a little bit more than two and a half hours feels like an insane amount of coverage in such a little bit of time it everybody keeps saying like the the creator community keeps saying that this week is a battle nobody really has their finger on what the final episode will be i would love to hear your prediction first two episodes what are we going to see where we're going to get through and right now what's your confidence level on feeling like you've got the resolve that you wanted after being on this journey for 10 years I don't feel very confident at all. I don't feel like I know anything that could possibly happen because people are acting out of character and we're condensing so many things. Um, I do feel like um, there's going to, I mean, Cersei has to go, right? We She can't win. Yeah, right. No way. She, we can't have her win. That's just, that's just the ultimate like downer for people who have followed the show for that long to not get that kind of, you know, you saw the glee with people when the Night King went down and we didn't really know shit about him, but we know Cersei. We know her inside and out. We know like real Cersei's in our real life that we're, oh, we're yeah. projecting onto her. Um, I, I don't, I don't have a prediction. I hope they don't go mad queen, mad king with, with Danny. I see it going that way. Um, yeah. I have a question for you guys. Who do you feel most satisfied if someone takes Cersei out? 
I know I would like it to be Santa Stark. Mm. But she's in Winterfell now, though, so it can't be. She's not. She's not going down to King's Landing. I mean, she could be there in like four seconds. The way that she this can, is. but she won't. Like get on the that, way that she talked about John going down and get on that and them going down. Like PJ, she's not leaving get on now. that little private jet. You'd be out there in no time at all. Yeah. Well, I just maybe if word gets to Winterfell uh, of this colossal, you know, fuck up that happened down there, mm-hmm. and what Cersei is doing, and also Sansa's just sitting there stewing on that knowledge that John is the rightful king. She's, you know, and to her, he's a Stark. I mean, he's half Stark. So to right. her, he's a Stark. And she's very into, who would have thought that she'd be the one into the family bloodline, you know, stuff so hardcore. She's stewing on that. So I just wonder if something doesn't come around. And I wouldn't, even if she's at Winterfell, I still don't think to the writers that matters. But what is she, she more dedicated yeah. to, her bloodline or her jealousy, envy, and hatred for Danny? That Because it almost seems like all of a sudden you can be very passionate about a certain topic if it's convenient for the way that your emotions are and now she's like hardcore in on but this is my brother this is my brother or is it that you don't like the woman that showed up and you're once again connie to your you know they made brienne look Mm -hmm. like a psycho chick got a little bit of dick in her and went completely fucking she's the mad mad knight now they're also making all of the women look incredibly catty and that they can't stand to be around each other the the me too movement has come to westeros here (laughs) with with what's been going on you have a lot there a lot of people have problems with sansa's statements about uh the things that happened to her made her strong rather than crazy rather than saying I survived those things because I'm strong, which yeah. is a different take on that and difference between, you know, are there any women in this writer's room? Probably not. I don't know. I don't, no. delve, I don't delve that far. I mean, Sean's probably got it memorized from the credits, but I don't know. No, I don't, I don't but I, there aren't. No, it's but just you dropped white that men. Dragon, you dropped that dragon name in there earlier, which Mark said last week, if anybody knows the dragon names, which I know all three know. of them, but I didn't say. <laughs> I know, I know. Look, Ray it is. I'm sorry. I fucking watched the show. I watched the show. I enjoy it. But I said from the very beginning years ago, if they named, like if the dragon's name was Steve, I could keep up with that. But fucking Dragon and Ragon and, and Tito and Jermaine, like I can't keep up with all the fucking names. Drogon, Viserion and Rigel. You can't yeah, keep up with Rigel. Those? I've never heard the name Rigel once in my <laughs> life. Have watched every episode, never heard the name Rigel once in my life. God. So uh, back to your question, I don't know what's going to happen. And maybe that's why I'm still positive on the show. It it hasn't laid itself out to the endings that or anything this season that we thought was going to happen. We all thought the Battle of Winterfell was going to be different than it was. Yeah. Um, we we thought the Danny John was going to be different than it was. We thought maybe I mean, I thought Arya was going to have a big arc, which she already has. Is she done with her arc? I don't know. They, people love her. The writers love her. So, so who knows? I'll tell you why the show's predictions more fun for me than it is for you two. Because I'm dumb, and for me, it's not a religion. I just sit down and watch it like it's a thrill ride, and I I enjoy it for what it is. Although I will have to say, the the ending of episode three, when the the night, the winter night, winter soldier went out. That just like the stabbing him in the belly button, that just felt really, really cheap for me. Like that was the part where I was just like, man, like this isn't a lot of payoff. 
but last week's episode, a lot of moving pieces. There's a part of me because I just I'm out for blood now. Like I I what I don't want is this. And and Connie, you are a crazy TV watcher. You know what I'm going to say here. You know when a show gets into the final season, and if I ever got into a final season of a TV show, that's when I would just go hard in and just start killing people and getting rid of people. But for whatever reason, shows start new storylines and make characters different and send them in different directions. And it's like, part of me, as much as it would have hurt my heart, it would have been fucking amazing if when Tyrion was walking up to a sister, all those archers just boom, 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 just filling up with arrows. And a, a main character like that just gone out of nowhere. And I'm starting to feel right now that they're going to go the nip-tuck angle where nobody dies, the Dexter angle, no major resolve. Like, I'm starting to wonder right now if everybody's just going to kind of go their own way. Like, I'm out for fucking blood, man. That's what you – this is the show that gave us the Red Wedding. Like, come on, get back to what, what made you famous. I, I mean, I think that we'll get – I think we'll get a couple of major deaths, but all of the kind of like the side characters, I think we're probably fine. Actually, it, it reminds me of Mad Men in a lot of ways in that, like, you know, when Mad Men ended and you kind of like, you know, you were watching it week to week and then it was only when you got to the last kind of episode that you realized, oh, we've already said goodbye to Peggy. <laughs> oh, we've already said goodbye to all of these people. We just didn't know that we had. Um, it was it yeah. was Don's thing at that point. And it reminds me of that in that way, in that um, we're kind of, um, we've already said goodbye to like Sam and probably Tormund and Ghost Fucking and all of the pe- a lot of the people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Hot Pie's gone. He is he is gone. No doubt about See, it. See, I had it is- I went to Vegas and I put money on Hot Pie to take the throne. Oh, I mean, you might do. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there with his subway party sub in front of him, just like so stoked that he now runs the land. So I think they're going to concentrate on just the big people. So we're probably only going to. It's going to be a condensed kind of almost like Connie was saying last time it's going to be you know there's going to be a big battle but we're not going to care about any of that you know we've got the unsolid fight in it and it's all going to be going on um in the background and and what it'll actually be is it'll be Jamie and and Cersei and and you know Daenerys and and John the heroes and yeah just just the main people and we'll probably see a couple of those people fall and then there'll be some kind of resolution But, but the good thing is is that all of these are, are big people. You know, they're all they're all the big people on the paycheck. They're all getting the paid the most money. Right. So it's, they're probably going to be a shocking big death. So whether you know, imagine if it's Tyrion. Imagine if Tyrion dies. Like that's a big, a big shocking death. Like we, we can see Cersei coming, but there's going to be something that we don't see coming. That has to be. That's why I show so up. It's like, yeah, exactly. So and that that's what I'm excited for as well. Do you, Agreed. Do you so, go, oh, go ahead, Connie? I got a question though. So when you were saying, uh, you know, Tyrion's walking up, and if he gets slaughtered with the arrows that's like a big death a death like that also starts my wheels turning into we've got jamie who is ridden off back to we don't know if it's to kill cersei or to because nope. he loves cersei yeah but if ambiguous. he gets there if he gets there and finds out that she has killed Tyrion, rather than this character that we've really only barely seen miss andy I don't care about her. I don't know who did, but a lot of people were all upset about her dying. Danny, you know, she's supposed to be this confidant or whatever, but who do you think may, would have meant more to the story to die? And that's Tyrion. Yeah. If Jamie gets there and finds out that she, his sister, has killed Tyrion, who he has always protected, where does that take the story then Also for Jamie and for Danny? That's I agree with you. That's a bigger death. Or even seriously, because she has now realized out of all the men in her life, 
he's Tyrion is the one that actually had compassion and love for her. So, you, you know, it just the the death that happened. I'm like, that's a that's a third rate off the bench character, man. Like, I understand the Grey Worms bummed out, but sorry. <laughs> but again, you know, this it means that there's probably going to be something happen to Tyrion. You know, there's, some, there's going to be something big, like crossbow um, to it, the head. You know, anything like there's something big's going to happen with him because he's too big a character and it's almost like yeah you're right it would have been cool but that means that something cool is going to happen and it's just like it kind of feels like it's building up to something but it, it might feel weird if it's just like big thing happens to this character big what thing I- happens to this character big thing happens to this character you know you want it to almost like breathe a little bit i if i was in the writing room right now i would be pushing for a tragic ending where jamie and Tyrion do somehow kill Cersei not everybody's quite aware of it and so dude shows up with crossbow kills them and then goes into the next room and realizes that and that's when we realize that Cersei is dead and then it was like a tragic death of those two guys for nothing you know what I mean like I would love that sort of like tragedy angle of like they did what they were accomplished they got rid of her they basically saved the bounty on their own heads but because he's unaware and it's castle times and you don't get a, a CNN alert, boom, boom, crossbow to the head. And he goes to the next room and like, fuck, now all three of them are dead. Like, I want that kind of like heartbreak tragedy to happen. I think we're going to get tragedy. I think but, we but what about? I mean, I like heartbreak tragedy. That's what I want. Like, I want the like, oh, fuck, that person didn't have to die if they only knew that this, you know, I want that Romeo and Juliet shit. Yeah, well, I hope we get it as well. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea. You know, I have, I have things that I want to happen, but that they aren't. They don't correspond spawn to anything that's going to happen. So I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they just um, stick the landing. That's it. That's two, all I want. Two, two final questions for you guys. Connie, do you think that HBO gave these guys a memo of we might want to do a sequel in three or four years? These are people that can't die. Do you think anybody's preserved from the network or by the network? Um, that would be like HBO to be like, if we can't figure something else out, we need to have this in our back pocket. And it's a surefire way to draw people back in to keep somebody and follow up. But I mean, and they've gone rogue from everything, so they could do that. I, I think that's a possibility. And but God, who do they save? I mean, John, Art. Are, do we follow Arya? It's Arya. Uh, yeah, it would be Arya if it was anybody, surely. Yeah, because yeah. she's like, she's the wanderer. She's the traveler, isn't she? So, you know, I, I would watch it if it was good because all of her travel stuff has been shit. But if if um, if, it, if it was good, I would watch a, a, a travel program with Arya where she's going seeing new places, telling us where to stay, telling us how much it costs in this places, and then puts on <laughs> someone's face and then kills someone. I'd watch the shit out she's of that tra- program. She's just trying out Airbnbs across Europe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No doubt about it. Aria B and B, it's ready to go. Aria B and B, market it. <laughs> does a girl not leave a four star review if a girl does not find a soft bed or a pillow to lay her head? And she's just loving them and leaving them all across, like like yeah. Gregory. You yeah. know, did, did anybody ever look as dissatisfied after a sex scene? Than I know. Aria's oh God, oh, Connie. Is there gay stuff in it? I, I think that was the moment she's like, I don't think this dick thing's for me. Man, on gay Twitter, there was so many like, wait a minute, Arya, Arya's a lesbian. What yeah, are they doing? Yeah. Oh, there were some there ladies on gay Twitter that know that look on their face and they're like, yeah, this sucked. I think I'm, uh, I think I'm going for something else here. 
yeah, there were a lot of memes with her face and that just, yep, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the moment that you know. All right, Sean, my final question for you is this. Would you yeah. trust these two guys with your Star Wars franchise? No, no fucking way. <laughs> these guys, um, one, of, one of them wrote um, X-Men Origins Wolverine, um, which was, you know, a, should have been a franchise killer. No, I, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd be quite worried if I, if I were them, um, if I was um, Disney. Maybe that's why Bob Iger's stepping down. <laughs> it's because he it doesn't want anything to do with this shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think I would. I, I, I think that they would have to be kept on a very short leash is what I would say. And I, I think that Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy especially, um, they don't seem to be able to handle um, creators very well. Yeah. All right, let's get mm, into our worried. summer movie game. Can't wait to watch Game of Thrones this Sunday night. And yeah. two more weeks left. And I have to say, as much as I'm enjoying watching this and I'm watching them that Sunday night, waking up Monday morning with the Castle Times hangover has gotten a little bit old because by the time I start them and they're long and I take breaks in the middle just so that I make sure that I don't, because I don't want to like doze out. I don't want to like, so I'll like watch 20 minutes, let the dogs out, watch 20 minutes, go do this. Like I, I, I'm watching it in chunks because I don't want to lose my stamina because by the time I get into it, like I'm finished these, these things like after midnight. Well, we don't get it till Monday. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's rough. So I, I usually watch it when Henry's in bed on Monday afternoon. So, you know, spare a thought for the castle times over here. Uh, well, it's weird because you it happened where you live. So you think that you would exactly. get it early. I mean, this is your folklore. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> sometimes I send Sean text messages. I'm like, just stay off everything. Stay off everything until you watch. <laughs> yeah. And I do appreciate that. I mean, I, I know to do that anyway. But yeah, I do. I do appreciate it because it's just like it is the the, the world is rife with spoilers oh, right yeah. now. Well, Jesus Christ. Just the things that like if even if you just go over to YouTube and you're not even looking for Game of Thrones stuff, the suggestion is gonna show you things and then by the cover art you're like, Okay, now I know a couple central characters that I'm gonna be tense when I'm watching this because obviously something happened with the Night's King. I saw a very famous American captain on YouTube yesterday. I will I remain nameless. He's an American captain and he was holding a fucking hammer. He was holding a fucking hammer <laughs> on the YouTube, just the picture. Yeah. And I was just like, why are they fucking spoiling that? That is the best thing that happens in this thing that we're not going to talk about. But I just like, I just can't believe it. I'm just like this, you know, the movie's been out for two weeks and I'm just like, that needs to go away as, as quick as possible. So yeah, I'm stay away from YouTube basically. Here's I hate that I'm, I hate that I'm spoiled on Carol's haircut. That's what I would, oh, you know, from yeah, uh, from the Mark, you and I discussed that, that haircut, things like that. Because, you know, I'm in the middle of, uh, which I'd love to talk to Sean about this after I get done. I'm in the middle of that MCU rewatch because I yes. hadn't seen half the movies. So we started watching in the order that the story goes and we're up okay. to Iron Man 3. And uh, we'll probably move on tonight to Winter Soldier. So Oh, man. Oh, nice. I am so envious so of that So you got Captain schedule. Marvel like second then. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. why she picked this list, so she could get to the lesbian film <laughs> early. exactly the reason of I picked course. this list. She's like, oh, yeah, you mean I don't have to wait sense. and get this at the end? I can get it at the beginning? Done. I'm going chronological of, of timeline. Okay. I'm surprised you're not, oh, there's only two movies in the MCU, Captain Marvel and uh, Endgame. That's it. I'm not interested in anything else. There's no more gay shit in any of that. No way. Get rid of it. I, I, I'm renting all but two. I'll buy two. <laughs> there we go. You know. I got to watch these over and over again. Okay, let's get into our summer movie game. 
That's right, it's Summer Movie Game, where we're going to bet on the box office gross of 15 movies coming out this summer. All right, are you ready, Sean Moore and Connie Collinsworth? Because it would be too easy just to pick movies, this year we're going to do something a little bit different to make the competition even more intense. What I have in front of me are five different categories. Each category has three different challenges underneath it. Now, right. what's going to happen is, is some of these, if Connie can't get it, then Sean gets a try. And if Sean can't get it, then the the pick of the movie goes to the house, which is me. Okay. Okay? But some of these, I can't win because one of you will have to win it. Does that make sense? So, like, it's I can't win all fifteen movies, but I could win at least half of them if you guys can't get can't get it right. Right. Okay. And, and no, okay. It, it makes no sense to me, but I'm I'm okay. I'm 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 willing to go first try and see how we go. Sorry. Oh, that's nice of you to be willing to go first. So. No, I don't mean that. I mean <laughs> listen. I mean watch people go first so I can then pick it up. Is what I'm saying. All right, I'm just giving out the rules because some people like to know the rules ahead of time. And there's been a lot of de- debates over in Hammer Time because rules weren't established early. And was there <laughs> truly a winner? Now, when you win a movie, when you win a movie, some of the movies, eight of the movies, we have a list of 15. Eight of the movies have a bonus that comes with them. Seven of the movies have a subtractor that comes with it because we got to keep this fun, right? You just can't pick the big movies and uh, and get what comes with it. So you'll when you open up a movie, that's when you'll know what its bonus or subtractor is. Are we ready to start? I can't hear you. Yes. I can't fucking hear you. His setup sucks so bad. It ex- it adds so much extra work in my life. What's he got over there? I, the fucking Snicket Net. My my fucking my mum just tried to FaceTime me. Oh, so it came yeah. up on FaceTime and then it kicked me out of the sound. So thanks for explaining the rules to me, but like just rewind for 30 seconds. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Fucking That's fine. So here's how it works. There's five categories. I'll explain them to you. You get to pick one underneath there. When you win, you will get to pick a movie. Eight of the movies have a bonus that comes with them. Seven of the movies have a subtractor that comes with it to keep it interesting, to keep it fun, and to add a little bit of challenge to the summer movie game. Connie Collinsworth, you're the new person here. We will let you go first. Here are your five categories. Trilogies, leading men and women, biggest ever, franchises, grossest, Ever. Biggest ever, I will let you know, is biggest summer movies. Grossest ever is biggest grosses of all time. Connie, where would you like to start today? Trilogies. She's going to start with trilogies. Trilogies, number one, please put these movies in order according to their opening, or no, their grand time gross, all time gross, okay? Oh, this is not the game I thought it was, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. You ready? Trilogies. <laughs> yeah. You got to put these movies in order. Yeah. Which one made the most? Which one made... Go least to biggest, okay? Okay. Least All to right. biggest. And I'll give them to you in chronological order. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Uh, Empire, Star Wars, Jedi. Empire, Star Wars, Jedi. That's the order that you're putting those in. Yeah. 
Sean Mort, please go. Um, Star Wars Jedi Empire. Okay. I win this round because... Fuck off, man. Ah, fuck. The movie that <laughs> made definitely the, Star Wars, surely. The movie that made the least amount of money was Empire. So it should have been Empire, $290 million, Jedi, 309 and then That's Star Wars. That's what I said. You Star- said least. Fuck. Doesn't matter. It's I said right. least to biggest. I said least yeah, to biggest. It's all right. It's fine. That's what I meant. It's all good. You, you did you have, have it backwards? I'm be- I did it backwards. Yeah, too. it's fine. But that's fine. I'm being stupid. Don't worry. You you said it, and I didn't listen, so it's all it's on me. You're all good. No, I I I, I did it the same way, so it wasn't it wasn't just you. So it's no it's no big deal. Okay. We're down well, one. you were wrong anyway, Connie. So it doesn't matter. I know. I know. So I was right, but it doesn't matter. Well, Mark, what what do you go for then? Well, <laughs> I get the movies that are left over. All right. Okay. Because I'm okay. I'm partial here, and I try to keep these okay. games fair, but also make it competitive for me. Okay, right, Sean. It is now your turn to pick trilogies, leading men and women, biggest ever franchises, or grossest ever. Do the grossest, thing. grossest yeah. ever. Okay, Sean. And I'm going to give you three movies, three franchises. Okay. Yeah. What you need to do is put these in order. I need to know. Least amount of money, middle amount of okay. money, most right. amount of money. We're always <laughs> working first. Yes, we're always working towards the top. Does that make sense? Okay, like a it, countdown. It does make sense. It made sense before. I just didn't listen. So okay, just fucking grossest yeah. ever. X Men right. franchise. Oh, it's so gross. DC extended universe. Right. Or your neighbor Harry Potter. Okay, so least. Um, I would say X-Men. Okay. Um, middle, I would say um, DC. Okay. And most, I would say Potter. Okay. Connie, your turn. I'm going to flip those first two he said. I'm going to go uh, DC, mm-hmm. X-Men, Potter. Connie, you have Fuck just you know, won Connie. yourself a chance on the board for a Connie, summer movie, for a summer movie, Connie takes the grossest ever. Connie, oh. let's go over to our movie board. We have 15 God movies up on the list. Name one off to the listeners at home, and I'll let you know what the bonus or subtractor is. Um, Let's go Men in Black International. She's going to go with Men in Black International. Coming out June 14th, this is a film I have zero interest in ever seeing. And I question. Am- Sorry, can I have a, ask a question? Sorry to to interrupt. So yeah, Connie go ahead. That was Men perfect. Perfect transition that you had there. Go ahead. I yeah, <laughs> I, I thought you would like that. I'm 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 primed for uh, for podcasting. Um, so Connie picked Men in Black. Then is that because that? Wh- why did she pick that? Did she pick that because that's what she thinks is going to make the most money, or is she just picked it because that's what she's interested in? I don't. What what what, um, what, what are we cup- going for here? A couple of things. I think it's going to make a lot of money because I think a lot of people like this franchise across ages this was big when men in black was huge when tanner was little he's 26 now so that's one thing number two it's got tessa thompson in it who will bring in every lesbian in (laughs) every lesbian queer woman in the world will go see this because tessa thompson's in a suit that's why avengers made so much money i understand now (laughs) that makes sense and 
men, women, babies, old people, lesbians, everybody loves Chris Hemsworth. So I, it's, I think it's got a lot of draws going on it. And genuinely, I'm interested in it. I thought the trailer looked good. Um, so that's it. That's what? all I wanted to know. I just wanted to know, are, are we picking what what would be the top of our list? Is that that's what I'm saying, Mark? Yeah? Well, yes. Yes. And okay. after you pick... We yes. will have a summary about the movie. We'll talk about the movie. But yeah. I know that you're running the show today, which is totally fine. So, Men in Black, Mark, Connie. Come on. Keep, come on. Keep, 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 keep it up. Keep going. <laughs> come on. I miss you so much. Men in Black. <laughs> Men in Black International, Connie. June 14th in theaters. I got news for you. You're going to get that weekend's box office gross, according to Box Office Mojo, but minus... $52 million, which is what Men in Black 2 did on its opening weekend uh, years back. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll take it. Okay. I have a feeling, yeah, though, good. my opinion, and let's all make a wager here. Will this movie do more than $52 million? I think you're probably looking at, I think it's going to probably land somewhere around 90 or 100 So I think you're going to yeah. walk away net positive $50, 48000000 million. Yeah, I thought $100 million was going to be my guess for it. So. There we Is go. that opening weekend, $100 million? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Opening yeah. weekend, right, according okay. to Box Office Mojo. That's where we're going to get our numbers from. Right, okay. Okay. Connie, you just won. That means that you're on a streak, and you get first pick again. Trilogies, leading men, biggest summer movies ever, franchises, or grossest ever. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, leading men. Okay. Leading men. This is how this one works. I, the house, I cannot win on this one. Connie, you are going to pick a leading man or woman, and then Sean is going to pick one. Highest lifetime box office gross wins the round. Okay. Okay. So I just pick somebody just, out of the blue. Yeah, you you list pick them. I'm going to search them, and then Sean's going to fire back. Highest gro gross takes the round. Um, Morgan Freeman. No, 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 wrong name. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Fuck off, Connie. That was what I, I had exactly that one-eyed man in my head. I can't beat that. There's no way I can beat Samuel L. Jackson. That's unbelievable. Where did you get that from? That is I'm, a great point, John. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, he's been in every movie ever. That is mental. Absolutely mental. So I've got to just pick someone out off the top of my head now. Well, first off, I'm going um, to tell you that Connie's gross for Samuel oh L. Jackson, his total gross is, is this right? Yeah. $6.6 .6 billion. billion. <laughs> okay, now. Right. Just less money okay. than Trump lost. In <laughs> Furious, absolutely furious. Um, <laughs> I, I, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. I, I have no idea. Robert Downey Jr. That's who. It's probably pretty good. That's a pretty good I guess. Should have gone with like Leonardo DiCaprio, I guess, but I don't fucking know. That's a pretty good guess. Let me find him here on our list. Oh, Sean, you were, <laughs> you were so close. That is a, actually a great guess because Samuel L. Jackson is six point six billion. Robert Downey Jr. five. Point six billion. Wow, I wouldn't have thought it was that high. All right, Connie. Just a billion. You get to pick another movie off of our movie board. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go with. 
Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home. That's the movie Sean wanted the most. Connie, why'd you pick no, this film? No, I disagree with that. Um, just be- I don't know. I'm not a fan of most of the Spider-Man stuff, but it seems to be coming on uh, strong. And I don't know. I just oh. picked it from the board. And so Sean couldn't get it. <laughs> it's going to make some good money, that. that. Like, it's yeah. got like good steam yeah. from Avengers. When um, yeah. the first Avengers came out, Iron Man 3 came out afterwards and made over a billion. And we just like was big oh. because of it. So I think yeah, and I saw the box office uh, uh, hubbub about it, or the uh, trailer hubbub about it past couple days. Yeah. So yeah, and just so you guys know, I used a random number generator to pick which one of these got a subtractor, which one of these got a positive. Okay. And I'm happy to say that with Spider-Man: Far From Home, Connie, that's coming out July 5th. Sean, you excited to see this? Yeah, man, I am very excited. Me too. It'll be great. Me too. I'm actually going to watch the other Spider-Man movies to prepare because that was fun for Avengers. Just just to have a fun thing to do. But Connie, when this comes out, you'll make whatever gross it gets from its opening weekend minus 117 million, which is what it did the first time around. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Brutal. Sean, what's your prediction? What do you think? Once you take 117 million off, where do you think she's going to end up with this one? Like less than 50 million. Ooh, less than fifty million. I can't see how it can make two hundred million on a weekend. It's not going to. Like, there's very few movies that do that. So, you're talking probably a hundred and fifty million, maybe. I, I might be wrong. Yeah, I don't it's know. Fourth it of July. Seems... It's a long weekend. Lots of people with nothing to do. Um, I think some yeah. people are going to see it more than once over that stretch. I would we'll see. I would say right now with Men in Black, you're probably around fifty million. With this one, you're probably around another fifty. I think between these two, you're gonna put a hundred on the board. Right now after I mean, it's better than zero. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right now after after three <laughs> picks, I'm gonna be able to get one movie off the board and Connie has two. Connie, you won last round. You get to go again because you've got the hot okay, streak. Now. Where are you gonna pick on our board? We've got trilogies, leading men and women, biggest summer movies ever, franchises and grossest ever. And no, Sean Mort is not a category. <laughs> um, grossest ever would be Sean Mort. <laughs> um, give me... Um, what, give me my categories again. Leading men and women, grossest. And biggest summer movies, franchises, grossest ever, and trilogies. Biggest summer movies. Let's go for something I don't probably know. Biggest summer movies. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you three movies that were the biggest of their year. I need you to put the smallest one first, the medium one second, and the <laughs> biggest one last. Are you ready? I got I got it, yeah. In 1985, Back to the Future was the number one movie, making $210 million. In 2005, Revenge of the Sith was the biggest movie, making three hundred. I just gave you the fucking amounts. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, I was like, I was like what this is going to be the easiest thing ever. Figure out? <laughs> maniac. Absolute maniac. Great work. I was like, okay, I got that number. Let me get this one. <laughs> Can I do yeah. the math? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 23, Sean, zero. <laughs> okay. We will have to uh, take that one out here. <laughs> fucking hell. Okay. Brilliant. Let's move over to number two. Well, here's what it was. I did think it was fixed, and now I know for sure. <laughs> Here's what it was, though, just to talk about it. Uh, 85, Back to the Future. 2005, Revenge of the Sith was the number one movie. And 88, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the number one movie. 
Oh, that must have been smaller than than those two. So I would say Revenge of the Sith because that was three hundred and whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was two hundred and whatever. Yeah, okay. We know Roger Rabbit didn't do two hundred. Okay, so <laughs> no we'll have to we'll, we'll x that one out and we'll add on Ooh. another one of either. We'll let you guys decide franchises or leading men. Um, let's just do that right now, Connie. What would you want, want to do? Do you want to? Since I fucked that up, do you want to go over to leading men and women or franchises? Leading men and women. Okay. Let's go back over to leading men and women. It is you get the first pick. Who do you want to pick for the biggest box office gross of all time? Oh man, is that not what we just did? Yeah, but you're going to pick another one. Oh, oh, um, okay. It's an either biggest or game, so you guys win and I don't. Right, biggest gross. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. You want to make it difficult? Let's Tom Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Okay, Tom Cruise. She says. That's I'm going to say probably show. a pretty good guess, and it is. At three point nine billion, Sean, who's made more money than Tom Cruise over their lifetime? Um, John Depp. Ooh, that is a great guess. Fucking Captain Jack Sparrow, isn't it? <laughs> about my impressions. Good, that wasn't it? Sean, that is such a great guess because there's a billion difference between the two of them. Don't tell me I lost again. Tom Cruise Fuck has three point nine billion. John Depp three point eight billion. Oh my God. You're absolutely fucking killing me. Fucking unbelievable. Connie uh, takes another one. Connie, who are you going to go for? Happening? What are you going to pick uh, off of our movie list? I'm going to go next with Aladdin. Aladdin. Now that is a movie that looks... Jesus. Horrible. I, will Smith is on my top hate list of I will not go see him in anything Thank ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, but... Damn, people fucking love him, man. They love him. Well, it comes no, out this month. Don't. Not anymore, they don't. Aladdin, May 23rd. Connie has this one, and she's going to make whatever money it makes its opening weekend, according to Box Office Mojo, minus $19 million, which is what the original Aladdin did its opening weekend back in the 90s. Yeah. 93 or something. I think it's not up against much, is it? It's not 23rd? up against much, but I don't no, think. That's, that's good. I don't think that it's got strong word of mouth. Like I, I feel like that this Disney's going to take a a beating on this one, and I feel like that this movie's looking at forty five, fifty million tops opening week. You think it's higher than that, Sean? Yeah, because I think that the opening weekend will be big, and I think it'll really lose steam. You know, like yeah, Solo it, did. This feels like this year's Solo to me. Yeah, I don't it'll, know. It'll go away. But again, I'm going generationally. You've got a bunch of parents that this was a movie for them, and they're going to want to take their kid to see the Aladdin thing. Right. You've it's also an amazing got the movie, the original. What? It's yeah. an amazing movie, the original. So, yeah. like, there is that nostalgia, like you're saying, like someone like myself, like. If, if this has anything, if this gets good reviews, I'm in. But if it gets bad reviews, which I hope it does, because I don't want to see any of these movies anymore, then great. Great. I'm, I'm glad to not see it. I'm basing, I, I want to do this real quick. I want to see what 
Dumbo did because I feel like the Dumbo mm-hmm. movie will be a really great because you know people are gonna the people who went and saw Dumbo probably just went and saw this Dumbo's opening weekend oh I was right where I needed to be forty five million dollars I think that that Dumbo movie it's a less popular franchise it didn't do very well I think this Aladdin movie is right around that same pocket I I a lot people are not feeling optimistic about this a lot of people are tired of the live remakes i don't i don't think that this movie's going to fare very well well in the u.s there were not I a lot of doesn't. snow days this year so schools are getting out in this week look at her and go. those people are going to want to take their kids to some shit it doesn't matter what it is yeah. and get them out the babysitters who have the kids all day the au pairs the nannies or whatever are taking them to the kids to aladdin it's going to have i'm going to say 60 million for the opening weekend all right all right i I think that that's good. I I think that it won't get near 100, though. Okay, Connie, you have three movies. I will get one. Uh, You've wrote one three times in a row. Go ahead. Pick another one off the board. Or uh, Uh, another category. Trilogies, leading men and women, biggest summer movies ever, franchises, grossest ever. I'm going to go back with my failure and try to win uh, franchises. Okay, franchises we have not done yet. Here's how franchises, you were just doing biggest summer movies ever. I did trilogies, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, let's do franchises. Okay, franchises. Let's do this. In front of me, I have a list of the biggest franchises in the history of cinema. You're going to pick a franchise. Then Sean Mort's going to pick a franchise. Highest total gross takes the round and picks a movie off the movie board. Me, the house, Vegas, I can't win this one. All right. Are you giving us a list? No, I'm you're just picking, picking. Like, it's just like so that you guys, because oh. if I give a list, it's too yeah. easy. It's pick one out of the, off the top of your head. Uh, the Avengers franchise. Uh, Avengers franchise is what she's going to go with. Sean, what beats the Avengers <laughs> franchise? Nothing beats it. Nothing. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I'll say. Um, I will tell you this, Sean. Some things do beat it. What the MCU? No, so the, the she Marvel's, said the, Avengers, Avengers, which right, is well, different than MCU. The, can I say MCU oh. then? <laughs> that seems cruel. But he can't take my movies out of that. Then, if you're doing that, you get because I've already spoken for those Avengers. Oh, you're making it too hard for him. Um, no, is well, that your, is that your option? Is that what you're taking? Am I taking the MCU? Is that what you're picking? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll pick it. It's that. on the list. You cool. can pick it. It's fair game. Go on. I'll go for it. Sorry, Connie. <laughs> I feel no, terrible. Connie, do you want me to subtract yours from it? <laughs> no. Because he'll still fucking win because the Marvel Cinematic Universe is $7.9 billion. The Avengers being $2.4 billion of that. Sean Moore, welcome to winning. Oh, right. I feel like I just got given one then, but thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah, because I was, um, I, I just didn't call it the right thing. I, I was I thinking know, the yeah. whole Avengers thing, but it doesn't matter to me because I've won so many. I'm going to give this over to you. Without <laughs> well, I, I appreciate it, Connie. I, I <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Pity win. <laughs> Sean, there's 12 movies left on the movie board. What are you going to grab? Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. That is a great grab. And what you're going to do is you're going to get everything that it makes that weekend minus $110 million, which is what Toy Story 3 brought in. It's a win, but it's a lose. (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ. It's going to make loads of money, but those movies have legs. Leave me alone, Mark. Come on. 
I'm telling you right now, okay. you'll walk away with something. It'll make more than 110. People are yeah, hot absolutely. on that. People are hot yeah, on yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Sean, you are uh, our current winner. Go ahead, pick another category off the board. Trilogies, leading men and women, biggest summer movies ever, biggest franchises, grossest films ever. Um, let's go with um, grossest again. Grossest, uh, okay, grossest. Number two in the grossest category. Sean, I'm going to need you to put these three franchises in order. Right. I need the smallest one first, then the middle okay. one, then the big one. Are you ready? Right. Yeah. Spider-Man, Jurassic Park, The Lord of the Rings. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, I would say Lord of... I would say, um, I'd say Spider-Man. Okay. Lord of the Rings, okay. Jurassic Park. Connie, do you have an I opinion? Um, That's hard. Ju- Jurassic Park, Spider-Man, Lord of the Rings. I get another movie off the board because the <laughs> actual answer is Spider-Man at $4.8 billion, Jurassic Park at $4.9 billion, and Lord of the Onion Rings at 5.8. Are you counting um, the Hobbit movies in that? No, it's just the Lord of the Rings films. Wow, that's unbelievable. I can't believe it made that much money. Isn't that crazy? Okay, now. But I yeah, mean, that was... Almost unbelievable. That So that's a second one for me. I'll be able to get at least two movies, which is one more than what Sean has. There was no winner that... <laughs> there was no... Winner that round, Sean. So you had the last hot streak. Go ahead. Pick another category off the board. Um, Summer movies. Summer movies. Biggest ever summer movies. Let's go to that. That's the second time we're doing this today. Sean, put these films in order. Smallest movie first. (laughs) Right. Medium, then large. Okay? Okay. 2006, Dead Man's Chest. 2018, Incredibles 2. 1983's Return of the Jedi. Each of those films were the biggest film in their year's summer. Okay. I will say Return of the Jedi, Dead Man's Chest, Incredibles 2. Connie, what do you say? What was Dead Man's Chest in the list of those movies? Was it, uh, was it, where did it come in the Pirates of the Caribbean? I, three. I think it might have been three. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, I'm going to go... What are the movies again? Desmond, Desmond's Chest. Chest. Incredibles 2 and Return Desmond's of Chest. Yep. Desmond's Chest. Desmond's Chest. <laughs> oh, I love Desmond's Chest. It's beautiful. Waxed to the hilt. <laughs> what did Sean say? What did Sean say? Sean has I said the, Return of the Jedi, yep. Desmond's Chest, and um, whatever that last one was. The Incredibles okay, 2. I don't know. Incredibles I'm going to say... Um, Desmond's Chest, <laughs> Incredibles, Return of the Jedi. Connor, you're wrong because Sean is right. Return of the Jedi did $252 million in 83. Desmond's Chest did $423 million in 2006. And Incredibles 2 last summer won the box office with $608 million. Sean, what are you going to pick off of our movie board? 
The Lion King. Ooh, The Lion King. Don't mind us like 500 million. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you get the gross minus 500 million or whatever you're going to say. Just do it whatever the original Lion King made. That's the movie that has that theme song that I love. In the circle of trust, <laughs> friends can be better friends. For na 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 na. Okay, the, you're gonna get the Lion King's box office gross July yeah. 19th, plus forty million dollars from its original <laughs> opening. Wow! Plus that's that's some fucking good going. Thank you for that, Mark. There I you go. It. There you go. Now, now the game's not so rigged, is it, Sean? No, it still feels rigged. <laughs> In my favor now, though. <laughs> there you go. So, Sean, you're going to get The Lion King plus $40 million. I think that okay. is going to be one of the best picks we have here on the board. You've got the hot streak, Sean. What are you going to pick next? Um, Trilogies. Oh, he's going to go can over... I, can I just say something sure. before we go? The New Mutants has been bumped till next year. That's not coming out until, like, um, 2020 now. So do it we just take that off anyway. from before? Well, um, do you know when when we, when you gave that like bum question? Should we just take that one off? Well, no, because we already gave an answer for the bum question. That looks like that will be one that falls on my plate. Oh <laughs> shit! I'm sorry, Mark. so I'm already you, leading. You can for, have it. I'm leading for next summer. <laughs> <laughs> All over it. Okay, Sean, rank yes. these in order: smallest yep. to biggest. We're talking about opening weekend. Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 3. Put that trilogy in order, smallest to biggest. Right, okay. Um, three, two, one. So you're saying three, it, Jurassic Park made the 3. Least. Okay. Yeah, it made the least. Okay. Two made the second then most world. Jurassic Park. And then the most. Jurassic World? Did you say world or Lost World? The Lost World. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, three, two, one. So you're seeing Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. Then you're seeing Jura The Lost World. And then you're seeing yeah. Jurassic Park. Yes. Connie, put them in order. Two, three, one. Two, the, the three, one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This one goes to me, and I need it because I got new mutants. It was <laughs> in order. The smallest one was Jurassic Park, the first one. Unbelievable. Oh, man. The second biggest one was Jurassic Park 3. And in a bizarre yeah. turn of events, the largest one was the second one, which that's a very, very rare pairing. I guess it's one of them things where people didn't, it maybe snuck up on people, didn't know how good it was going to be. So the anticipation was so high right. for the second one. So it makes sense. It just... It's crazy to me. It's such a shit film. Go on, anyway. Sorry. Okay, so that will be a third movie that I get off the board. Uh, right. Who picked first New that Mutants. time? Me. Okay, go ahead. Um, I, I, say the character. Uh, leading men. Leading men. Okay. Leading men or women. All women, of course. And you know what? In fact, let's go for that right now. Let's do leading ladies, Sean. Let's okay. Do. Okay. You pick a lady, um, and then Connie tries to beat your lady. Okay. <laughs> I would like to see that. The lady uh, doesn't Scarlett stand a Johansson. chance. <laughs> You're going to go with Scarlett Johansson. Uh, yeah. Why not? Okay. Let me pull her up on our list here. Scarlett. Okay. I have the number in front of me. Connie. 
Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Let's find a good old Julia here. We're in the Roberts. Julia Roberts, 2.9. Scarlett Johansson, 5.8. Yep. Sean, pick Thank a you. movie off our board. Um, I'm just looking through now. I will go with <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw, please. You're going to go Fast with and Furious. Fast and Furious? Yeah. You will get everything that movie makes on August 2nd. Plus ninety seven million oh, from the year before. <laughs> uh, thank you. Julia Roberts let me down again. Yes, yeah, she did. Oh, she is such a letdown. <laughs> All right. Wow. Thank you. One night the the Brickleys were coming out of the Matterhorn and we're like, Who's why does that woman look familiar, Bess? And I go, It's because that woman's Julia Roberts. <laughs> All right. Sean Mort, um, you won that round. Let's let you take another one off the board. Trilogies, leading men, biggest ever, summer or uh, franchises and grossest ever. Biggest ever. Biggest ever. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and close yeah. out our biggest ever. I need you to put these movies in order. Smallest first. Okay, Sean? Yeah. 2009's Transformers 2. 1996's Independence Day. 1995's Batman Forever. Right. Okay. Um, will you just tell me how much they made before, before I answer? <laughs> <laughs> no, you only get that okay. once. Right, okay. <laughs> what a dummy! Um, Batman Forever, okay. Independence Day, and Transformers Two. Okay, I'm gonna flip his top two. Uh, so Batman, then Transformers, then Independence. Okay, 1995, Batman made 184 million that summer as the number one movie. 1996, Independence Day made one year later. 306 million. In 2009, Transformers walked away with 402. Sean got it. Sean, pick another movie off the board. Right. Okay. Um, I will go with. Oh, we're running out of movies. Um, I will go with Godzilla. Godzilla in theaters May 31st. You're going to get that movie. 2014, Godzilla came out. It made $93 million. Let's go ahead and add that to your total. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Shit. Let, uh, we'll let Connie go first this next time because I feel like I feel like no, I'm no, genuinely no, I, I'm, beating the shit I'm out of I'm very you. competitive, but I'm about the rules. I'm very competitive. I'm about the oh, okay. rules. So we're going to go okay, the way Okay. Well, thank you, Connie. I appreciate it. Um, mm -hmm. And I also apologies. Sean has four movies. Connie has three. And I should have three, but one of them got scratched <laughs> like Gus's horse in the Kentucky Derby. So I have two. Sean, you're getting ready to sweep. What are you going to take next? Um, I'll go with Gross again. Okay. You and Gross are a match made in heaven. <laughs> Melty Gross. Put these in order, Sean. Smallest yeah. first. 
biggest last. <laughs> right. One in the middle. What goes in the middle? Okay. Exactly, exactly. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Fast and Furious. Right. James Bond. Um, oh, that's hard. I will go James Bond, Fast and Furious, and MCU. Connie, it is your turn. Um, Fast and Furious, James Bond, MCU. Okay. Marvel Cinematic Universe, 18 Bill. We already know that one. Fuck me. But the smallest movie on the list is The Fast and Furious with 5 billion. James Bond with a surprising 7 billion. James Bond, fourth biggest franchise grossing of all time. Connie, you take that round. Connie got two out of three on the grossest ever, which is weird because I would have... If anybody would have guessed ahead of time, see, Sean's definitely going to be grosser than Connie. Um, <laughs> Connie, pick another movie off of our movie board. Oh, goodness gracious. What's left on here? Um, Rocket Man, Dark Phoenix, Late Night, Child's Play, Yesterday, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Secret Life of Pets 2. Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix is going to give you an extra... $88 million yes. from yes. the last X-Men film. Sean, do you have any faith in Dark Phoenix? No. I think you'll be on a minus there, but that's <laughs> okay. Um, it just it just keeps getting bumped, and, and it looks like a mess. It seems like they've had loads of problems. Um, I'm actually surprised it's coming out. Um you know, I, 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 you know, I, I, all, all I can do is speak to personal experience, and I'm not going to see that movie. And I've seen all of the other ones at the cinema, so I'm just like, you know, if I'm burnt on it, then it feels like other people are. But also, I would say, if you weren't take, if you weren't, you know, gonna, what did you say? You're gonna add eighty-eight million to it. She gets eighty-eight million. Oh, so you're, you're absolutely fine. I mean, I would have yeah. picked that out of that list of uh, that list that's left, definitely. And then, but if you add eighty-eight million to it, then great. Yeah, of what was left, that was my best choice, I think. Yeah, and absolutely. also, I think we're going to pull some Game of Thrones people who are going to want to go see Sophie T or Turner in it. So, yeah. Okay. I think it's a good pick. I, I'm like you, though, Sean. This is a movie that, much like uh, Watchmen that's coming out on HBO, that's another project I never thought was going to see the light of day. Like, there's just these projects that they, they stay around forever. And that's normally a bad sign. It, it's been rare that something's kind of like you know, been on the plate, been a scrap for a while, then it comes out and it's a true winner. Don't be worried about Watchmen, though. Like, that's that's going to be good. Like, you think genuinely so? Genuinely, like, yeah, yeah. Damon Lindelof is off the back of Leftovers. The Leftovers was great. It, yeah, and this looks good as well. I, I think whether it'll be popular or not, but I think it is, it's got that Westworld chance. You know what I mean? I it's agree. not going to be yeah. It's not going to be Ga Game of Thrones or The Sopranos, but it's it's going to be a solid... Um, it's, HBO. Uh, it's got Regina King, and she's never in a loser, never ever in a loser. So, plus Lindelof. When I heard that, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm in. I'm in on it too. Here's what we have left, uh, Connie. You just won, so you get to go again. We have one left in trilogies, one left in leading men or women. Uh, we have one left in. I'm sorry, that's biggest ever's out as well, and we have two left in franchises. Um, men and women. Okay. I think we do ladies again. To 
keep okay. it to keep it fair, to keep it even, to keep it so sexy picking, and not sexist. Trying to go for the largest box office again on ladies. Yes. Um, let's let's go, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Let me go to the, the W. Titanic money. Oh yeah. See, I would have never picked her in a thousand years. I'd have been like Oprah Winfrey. Okay, Kate Winslet. I wish I knew how to spell her name. It's W-I-N-S-L-E-T. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I needed. The W-I-N. Where is she? Where are There you are, Kate. All right. I've got Kate's number in front of me, Connie. Sean. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Good pick. Good pick. Sigourney. I just thought. Titanic was like the second highest grossing movie of all time. So I was like, what female is in the highest? And it's like Zoe Saldana or Sigourney Weaver. So I was like, you know what? I'll go with Sigourney and see how it goes. There you now go. I'm thinking I should have gone with Zoe Saldana because she was in fucking Infinity War. <laughs> well, your instincts were right. $2.2 million or billion dollars versus Connie's $1.5 billion. Wow. Sean. Okay. You get to pick a movie that you're excited about off the board. The Secret Life. I mean, I'm not excited about it, uh, but The Secret Life of Pets 2. Ah, you'll be going out and seeing that opening Mark's weekend? Favorite. No, you will be, though. Is. Because <laughs> you fucking loved it last time. No, it sucked, but it was <laughs> ice cold in there and you guys were back at the. <laughs> Connie, Dan and Sean are doing a craft fair in downtown LA. It is yeah. blazing hot. Like everybody's just delirious from the heat. I said, all right, I'm out of here. Summer. I caught an Uber, went over to the cinema, sent them a photograph of how cold it was. Like I did like the, the, the temperature in the movie, <laughs> watched the movie, had snacks, took an Uber back and like, all right, you guys ready to go out to eat now? <laughs> Oh God, that's, I was so melty. You think I'm melty now? That's the Jesus. smooth move. <sighs> it was the okay. worst. You're gonna get that movie, Sean, plus one hundred and four million, which is what it made the last time. <laughs> Jesus well, thanks, fucking man. Christ. I appreciate that. Fucks. Motherfuckers. Okay. That's a nice gift. Right. Oh, you are so competitive. I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> okay. Sean. Yes. You get to pick again. This is what we have franchises. left Franchises. Franchises. two franchises. There's two left in franchises. So let's go with that. Yes. Okay, so what we do in franchises is this. You pick a franchise. Connie picks one that's bigger. And I can't pick the MCU anymore. No, it's already been that's picked. Done. A new one. Right, okay. Right, that's good to know. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, go see a Star Wars. Go see a Star War. Let's find Star War on our list. Sorry, Sean. Star War is not on the list. Hmm. Nice. Oh, you meant Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. I have it. Connie? That wasn't already taken. We didn't use that already? No. We did. We did, we ranked them in order. Oh. But. Okay. Um. Boy, there's not going to be anything really left that... Uh, die Hard. Not bad. Not bad at all. Die Hard. Eh. 
pretty bad. <laughs> pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard is shockingly at a total gross of five hundred and two million, which I would think that yeah. would be way higher. Star Wars is at four point two <laughs> billion. Yeah. I mean you can't beat that. No, it's hard to beat that. Sean Moore, take another movie off the list. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, please. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to come out July 26th. Connie, what's your vibe on this movie? I'm all about this movie. Uh, I'm a Tarantino fan. He's got his hits and his misses, but I like uh, the way I think this this non-linear maybe storytelling he's going to do with this one again and get back into his groove. I don't like the casting for Sharon Tate, but... Um, I like Brad Pitt. Um, you know, Burt Reynolds was going to be in that movie, yeah. which would have been yeah. so badass had he not. Is he not still passed. going to be in it? I know that he obviously is gone. Yeah, no, it, I don't. I think he was scheduled to start filming like the next week oh, or something. Fuck. Which, uh, what a shame. Yeah. Yeah. His so, role in Boogie uh, Nights was so great. Oh, man. There was a huge, like, blow up fight at our house for Oscar party that year because <laughs> Jim, Jim Madison wanted. Burt to win the Oscar so badly for best supporting, which he deserved it, but it was up against, as we know who won it, Robin Williams for Goodwill Hunting. Mm. Another stellar performance. Mm. Ballots were thrown, stomping happened, <laughs> food got thrown. He swore to never watch the Oscars again. He's been here every year since. <laughs> hey, it's like I say, it ain't gay Super Bowl unless somebody fights. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Connie, you're going to get Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hateful Eight. No, no. Do I Sean, get it? Sean, I'm sorry. Sean's. Sean, you're going to get Thank Once you. Upon a Time in Hollywood. As you remember, Hateful Eight is his last film. The opening weekend on that was, guess. 60? <laughs> 90. Plus 4 million, Sean. These movies don't oh. make a lot of money. So you get plus 4 million wow. on that one. Okay. Wow. I thought it made would have made more than that. 4 million. Fucking hell. Yeah. Those wow. movies don't okay. make a lot of money. They're not for everyone. Yeah, I agree with that, but shit. They're not as <laughs> great as regretting that choice. Pokemon. Okay, yeah. Sean, you won uh, franchises. We got one more left in franchises. Yeah, let's go with that again. Okay, you're going to do franchises again? Pick a franchise. Yeah. Give me a franchise, Harry Sean. Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> okay. HP. HP for the win. Connie, what says you? Batman. Oh, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. That is a good shout. That is a good Fuck. pick. You would think that Harry Potter would be safe <laughs> at 2.3 bill. But Batman's ahead. 2.4 billion. Connie takes it by oh. $1 billion. S squeeze it out. Yes. Connie Collinsworth. Take a movie off the board. Oh, Jesus. What's left on here? We got... Uh... I'll tell you what we got left. We got Rocket Man, Late Night, Child's Play, and Yesterday. I have a question. What is Late Night? Late Night is a movie starring... It's no money. Uh, it's a movie about a woman who has a late night talk show that's getting canceled. It's... I looked over several lists of most anticipated summer movies, and it was on all of them. Right. Okay. It's going to be horrible, though. The trailer is absolutely atrocious. Perfect. Uh, Emma Thompson, Mindy Kaling. Um, Mindy Kaling isn't for everyone either. She's broke her face, so, too. Oh, 
absolutely broken. Was a very Ab- cute girl, got into the plastic surgery game, and then broke her fucking face. Yeah. I'm going to not pick late night because that thing's going to crash and burn, and I'm going to take something that will not crash and burn, but uh, ascend. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. It's going to ascend, and it's going to ascend with an extra $51 million from Bohemian Rhapsody's opening weekend year before. I'm excited about this movie. I don't know how good it's going to be, but if it gets somewhere in the ballpark of what Bohemian Rhapsody did, and I think that it'll maybe do a little bit better because people love Elton John and people are high from that last film, I think you're looking at $100 million here. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm high on this one. Uh, The trailer, uh, you know, my opinions on Bohemian Rhapsody, I hated it and uh, I think it was garbage. This movie is going to be 10 times better. There you go. Sean, you were the one that got Godzilla, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm. I have not fared well here. I have two movies. <laughs> no, you've got new mutants. We'll make a number up. Okay. Minus 40 million. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> I appreciate I think it that. Connie, no you worries. just won. This is what we have left to choose from. Uh, biggest ever trilogies. And I feel like there should be something else. I'll figure that out while while you're talking. There's three movies left to pick up. Do you up. not want to just have the rest of the movies? Just have them, Mark. <laughs> feels <laughs> cruel for you to not. No, that's fine. That's fine. I, I love playing a good game. You guys have been competitive. Uh, let's just go. You said biggest ever's left. Let's do biggest ever. Okay. Biggest ever. We have one left in biggest ever. Let me come over to my list here. Biggest ever. Um... No, I'm sorry. Biggest ever is done because I, I gave away the first one. So go between leading men and ladies or franchises. Uh, leading men and ladies. Leading men and ladies. This hasn't been kind to me, but I like this category. To make it even or to make it interesting this time. You get to pick a gender. Sean has to pick opposite of that gender. What the fuck? This is b- making it bullshit, is what it is. <laughs> Not making it interesting. What the fuck is happening here? Okay, I'm going to take um, ladies, and I'm going to slide over and steal when Sean was over there running around Zoe about Saldana. the high-dollar ladies, Zoe Saldana. That's a good shout. Um, I'll go with Chris Pratt. Okay. Oof. Christopher okay. Pratt. Christopher Pratt. Pratt. Okay, let's figure out what Christopher Pratt has here. Christopher Pratt is at... Because Zoe's got the Star Trek in there too, so... Yeah. No, she, she's got Avatar as well. Avatar was huge. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I forget about that, yeah. We should have been shouting her out way earlier. forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. What's her last name again? Saldana. Saldana. S-A-L-D-A-N-A. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then Zoe. Oh, God damn it. So they're both at 3.9. So I have to actually <laughs> write down the full number. So Zoe is at 3979.3. Let me right. go, go back over to Chris here. <laughs> okay, now. Chris is at. Man, he, both of these are kind of like people that you don't think off the top of your head, but 
what a couple of Jurassic careers. World. Yeah. He's got Jurassic, yeah. No, as you guys name them, and I'm thinking about them, I'm like, man, these are people that made some money. Okay, so Chris has a three. He has a nine. Oh, <laughs> Sean, you lose by 40 million. He's at 3931. She has yes. 3979. Connie. <laughs> That's okay. Take I a, didn't think it was even going to be close. That is insanely competitive. Connie, take a movie off the board. Okay, so we've got... Late Night, uh, Child's Play, and Yesterday. Um, a lot of people are going to go see it, but it's going to be really, really bad. Uh, Child's Play. Okay, Child's yeah, Play. That's, that's the right decision. It's a movie I will not see, and you're going to get whatever it makes... Minus what the original film made, which was minus six million. I think you're in a good spot here. I think you're in a good spot. You're still going to make yep. money for sure because inflation and, you know, this franchise is loved by a lot of weirdos. I think you're in a good spot there. Okay. Connie, you go again. We have two things that you can pick from. We have one left in trilogies, and you can either do, we could do one more in franchises. Uh, trilogies. She's going to do trilogies. She's going to wrap up trilogies. Our final trilogies is Spider-Man opening weekend. Please put these in order. Smallest one first, biggest one last. This is going to be so close, this. Apart from you, Mark, you're fucked. But <laughs> between me and Connie, Jesus. Child's Play was a good shout. Your, your add-on dollars are so high insane. i'm worried about those absolutely insane child's play though like it's not going to make it money but like you're basically just adding money to the pot like it could do great y you you have no idea do you so it's like there are there are more unknowns like i say i wouldn't say rocket man would be good because like bohemian rhapsody came out at a weird time but like rocket man being the summer but like you say i mean i personally don't care for it but you two do and you know more than me like you know i it, it does look good, but it's just, I, I don't know, Elton John just comes is, isn't somebody that I would particularly be interested in. But like I say, it's you just have, I, it's a real unknown. It, it really is. Fucking hell. It's well good. We shall see. I don't think that it'll, the Rocket Man will carry as long as Bohemian Rhapsody did, but I still think it'll have a good opening jump enough. Yeah, I, th I think like again, the nostalgia around yeah, Queen well, like as with, well. Like with, with Queen, you've got generations and generations of people, young people, old old and really old people for, for both these acts. Yeah, so. he's not making shit new music like Elton John is. <laughs> That's true. So like, yeah. you know. We saw that. Elton a couple years ago just because I had free tickets. I did the poster for it. And man, it was just like all the songs are in the lower key. And it's yes. like, it's the, the same, every every song he would end it, step up from the piano, walk up and put his foot on the monitors and like pose <laughs> with that Captain Fantastic jacket and turn it around. And I was God. like, does he know he just did that like 10 other times? Oh. If he, so he's coming back around and we're all diehard fans here and we're all like, no, that was a it was a bad way to leave it and I don't want to even see what this would be this time. If he died like after they um after he wore the like the kind of the Dodgers jacket and the yeah. baseball uniform, then yeah. yeah, I would say absolutely this is gonna make so much money. Like peak Elton, but this is not peak Elton where we're at now. So it's hard know. to know, but like I say, I there's there's no way of knowing that all I think about of Elton John now is when he was in like Kingsman Two. Did you see Kingsman Two? Uh Stacy watched it yesterday. I haven't watched it yet, but oh, right. in, I didn't know he was in that. 
Yeah, he does. He plays. He's in like an action scene with it, so they like CGI his head onto some like rotund man, <laughs> stunt man, and it's just like absolutely just embarrassing. I think that's one of the reasons why um, Taron Egerton is playing Elton as well, yeah. because obviously they were in that movie together. Well, and they stuff, stood beside just... each other. And people were like, "Hey, they have the exact same face shape. Let's put him in the this, movie." Yeah, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> These guys are so alike. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a strange one, but Was... fucking Elton. Was um, Kingsman two any good? Because I loved number one. I've watched it's it. It's not several as times. good. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Um, I think don't go in with high expectations, yeah. and you'll be okay. There were some really good bits, and it's like kind of set around where you live as well, because it's in like like Louisville and stuff like that. Oh. Um, so there's that kind of like nostalgia to it a little bit probably i mean i don't know whether it's actually filmed there i can't imagine that it is but i know that it's set there um but it's just it it plays off a lot of kind of like quite lazy stereotypes and tropes and stuff Mm -hmm. and it just it takes all of the good things and kind of just it feels a little bit more worn at this point yeah stacy loves colin firth like with a passion so yeah uh, that's why she watched it it's got my lesbian man crush channing tatum in it so i was like oh yeah but i hear he's not in it very much no, no, not as much as you would like him to be. Like, that's the other thing as well. Like, you look at the trailer and it's got like loads of like kind of the statesman people. But yeah, go on anyway, Mark. Sorry. Who was doing Spider Man? Forgive me for not knowing. Connie. Oh, me. Okay, so Connie, Spider Man, I need you to put these in order for me. There's the Spider Man 1, Spider Man 2, Spider Man 3. This is the Tobey Maguire trilogy. Tobey Maguire, yes. Right, okay. Um, lowest to highest, uh, one, three, two, one, three, and two. Sean, I'm going to need you to do it as well. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, yeah, three. Okay. Spider-Man two made 88 million. Spider-Man one made 114 and spider-man 3 made 151 looks like i'm gonna get another movie yay what are you gonna go for late night or yesterday oh well i get the scraps um because i know what they have attached to them so the last pick one of you guys needs to um who picked last connie yeah it's Uh, connie yeah. yeah okay connie Let's do one more over on franchises, and that will wrap up this year's summer movie game. Okay. Pick a franchise. Sean will try to pick one that's bigger than you. Um, and we're not. We can't. We already did some franchises, so I got to pick something that wasn't already picked. Sure. Um. Okay. So I did Batman last time, um, which was a great fucking pick. Can I pick a part part of MCU? <laughs> Or is, does MCU wipe them off of, like, individual franchises? No, because you picked Avengers and we let that okay. go before. Um, Iron Man. You're going to go with Iron Man. All right. Let me figure out Iron Man's money. Sean, what beats Iron Man? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Going with previous knowledge on the show. I mean, you said it was big, so I don't know whether it was Iron Man big, but... Um feel like it must be at the number that you said. Very interesting. Lord of the Rings, 1 billion, 60 million. Iron Man, 1 billion, 39.9 billion. 
Okay. Sean, um, what do you take? Yesterday. Yes. I'll take yesterday. All right. Yeah, I don't think it'll make as much money. I just, I, it just looks like the best movie ever. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. That do I be- get any added or taken away from that? Actually, you do. Because yesterday, what I did was I added in Sing Streets, three million, and Once is nine million. Mm. So it comes with an extra 12 million. Thank you. Thank you. I'm into that. So I ended up with <laughs> New Mutants and Late Night. Ta da! Yeah. I'm you, for you, sure did you not going to win. Else? No, that's, I, I was just going to get the scraps, and that's just the way that it worked out. We might have went one round too many. Else. All right, we anyways, around too many. Yeah. yeah, you guys have yesterday off me, Mark. It's fine. Oh, you're gonna get you're, you're gonna have get... anything else? Oh, thanks, bud. <laughs> All right. So I got yesterday and late night. I'm gonna make so much money. I mean, really, so much money. <laughs> All right, I will put this together, and we will follow over the summer when the weekends come. Who wins, Sean or Connie? Connie started out hard, but also got a lot of the <laughs> negatives. Sean. Came in late, but got a lot of big bonuses. It looks like Mort, our first-time champion, is going to be our returning champion. Wait, what's that? Connie's feed's breaking up. Connie said that she wanted you to have Dark Phoenix as well, Mark. So <laughs> you have that of Connie. And I, I was actually we'll going to give straight. him Child's Play, but I don't know if he even wants that because I couldn't remember what had negatives with it. I'll take all movies. I'll take all movies you can give me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this feels... yeah. He, you he know, gave like you one. F- let, let me. You. Wh- what do you want? You want Dark Phoenix or you want Child's Play? I'll let you pick. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's unfair because I could easily look and see what their subtractors or bonuses were. So you just. Oh, okay. Give me which um, one you don't want. Tip me out. Um. <laughs> dark Dark Phoenix. I get Dark Phoenix plus eighty eight oh, million. I, I'm gonna make a little bit of money. I'm gonna make a little I bit of money. All right, cool. I got three movies. Um, You're winning either way, Sean. Win? So what do I win? By the way, we never figured Did that. We part decide out. this. You, you oh, win right, your honor. It feels like it's going to be bullshit now. You win your honor, Sean. Oh, right. okay, fair enough. How about you? Um, I, this is what I should win. Can I have one of those Disneyland for designers T-shirts? <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, I can get you one of those if you, if you win, though. Oh, no, of course. Yeah, if I don't win, then I don't, I don't want it. Yeah, All right, this it's is such what, a good shirt that I like it. Here's the recap of what people have. I have a pile of trash, and Connie has Rocketman plus 51 million. Connie has Child's Play minus 6 million. She has Men in Black minus 52 million. Toy Story 4 minus 110 million. Spider-Man Far From Home minus 117. And Aladdin minus 19. I don't have Toy Story 4. I was going to say Toy Story 4 was mine because it was the minus, weren't it? Because I was dead excited until you told me. Sorry about that. That's uh, okay. a lot of lot of moving pieces over here trying to record no, and course. type all this out. So Sean has That's Toy Story. That's what we're here for. Sean has Toy Story 4 minus 110, Godzilla plus 93, <laughs> New Mutants. Nope, that's me. Um, yeah, I don't he, want that. I don't want that piece of shit. Thank you. Lion King plus 40. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, plus four. Fast and Furious, plus 97. Secret Life of Pets, plus 104. Sean, you might have already won just with your bonuses. Yeah, yeah I think it's probably not that far off, yeah. But thank you anyway, though, guys. I feel like 
you know, you went easy on me, Mark, and I feel like, Connie, you didn't, but <laughs> never mind. It's all the look of the draw. <laughs> well, there we go. There's our summer movie game. We'll be following along all summer long with the summer schedule. Guys, thank you so much for showing up and doing this. I can't wait to see Game of Thrones this weekend. We'll be wrapping that up very soon when it all comes to a conclusion. And some of these bigger movies, we'll do a wrap-up episode. I, I think before yeah. Toy Story 4, I might actually go back and watch those. I've only ever seen the first one. Oh, man. Uh, they're favorites, man. It's the first movie so we took good. Tanner to see in the theater was the first one, and we've seen all the others. They're so good. Got to get on yeah. that. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Comment below. Until we see you next time, we hope that you watch something great. <laughs> thank you connie i appreciate it um mm -hmm. and i also apologize